In uh, Perik Aleph, the Altarebbe introduced that every uh, Jew is given two souls. One soul is comes from the side of Kalipa, and the other soul comes from Kedusha. The Altarebbe in the second Perik brought down that the soul of Kedusha is rooted in and is and is a chelik elakamil ma'al mamish. And in Perik Gimel, the Alter Rebbe spoke about the different powers that the soul possesses. The powers basically divided into two categories into emotion, into intellect and emotions. The ten koiches that we speak about in Perigimel are the powers of intellect and emotions that the nefesh elikis, uh, the godly soul, uh, rep- represents the godly soul's powers of its intellect and how its, its intellect of the godly soul uh, creates and brings about the emotions uh, through the process of Chochma Bin and Das, and then it brings down the Midos of Chesed, Gvura, Tiferes, etc., the Abba And those are powers which represent the soul. This is what the godly soul consists of, what it has. In addition to that, later on in Perik Dalit, the Altarebis spoke that the, then the soul also comes into the expression of the three levushim that it dresses up, whether it's machshove or dibur or maisa, in order to perform uh, mitzvahs, Torah and mitzvahs, to study Torah and do mitzvahs. So when the soul, when the person thinks about uh, studies Torah, he's using his machshove uh, and the power of machshove, the levush of the machshove of the godly soul. When he speaks Torah, he uses the dibur, the speech of the and the power of the godly soul that dresses up and while he's studying Torah. And then when he uses his ma'isa, the koyach ma'isa, to do mitzvahs, uh, then he is um, using the, uh, the the power, the levush of ma'isa that the uh, nefesh Elikis has that dresses up in the act of the Maise. And these are called the Levushim, those are the expression, those are what the Nefesh Elikis uses in order to perform Torah Mitzvahs. And the Alter Rebbe explained in, uh, in Perik Dalet that the, although the soul itself uh, it's being its uh, experience of uh, knowledge of God and, and emotional expression of Avavira of the soul is a very high level, but the level of the expression of the soul in Machshava Dibur Mais of Torah Mitzvah is infinitely greater than its own, the level of the Nishama itself. Because when it 
uses its lavushim of machshava dibra ma'isa, when the soul uses machshava dibra ma'isa, and it uh, studies Torah and does mitzvahs, it connects itself and is united with the Eidin Sof. So that means that even though the Moich and Amidus are part of the soul, are closer to the soul of Nefesh Lekis itself, and the Machshava Dibra Maise that the soul has are only expressions of the soul, uh, they're alone in Levushim, but nevertheless these Levushim are much greater, much higher, and connected to Kuchibrichu uh, in a much greater way than the Neshama by itself. Uh, than its koiches and its uh, emotions of the neshama by itself. Perik Hay just added about the advantage of Torah over mitzvahs and the idea that through Torah you connect in an inner way and in an outer way, in a pnimis and a maki, whereas through mitzvahs it's only uh, in a way of maki. There's an advantage to Torah. But nevertheless, we're talking mainly now about these two aspects that we just spoke about. We spoke about that the soul... The Nefesh Elikis has the two parts of it. It has its uh, itself, its 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 koiches, its, its its ten powers, and it also has its three expressions. And we said that through its expressions, through its machshava dibra ma'isus, through its garments, through its levushim, it reaches a much higher darga than the neshamis in of itself. The Alter Rebbe in Perik Vav now is going to explain that just as we have all these in Yonim, these matters, the ten koiches and the three garments, and we say that the through the use of the three garments in Kedusha for Torah Mitzvahs, the soul is even higher than it is by itself without these garments, so even though uh, that these garments are only expressions of the soul, but they connect the soul to a higher level, uh, then it's koiches, then it's emotions, then it's intellect, uh, in the knowledge of Hashem, or the Avavir of Hashem. It's specifically through its observance of Torah Mitzvahs that it uses the Machshava Diburu Maisa that connected with Hashem itself. In a similar way, paralleled exactly, it works on the other side with the soul that is the Nefesh Abahamis that comes from the other side, from the side of Klippa. That there too we have these ten powers, but of course, those are intellect and emotions which are negative, uh, opposite of the uh, uh, intellect and emotions of Kedusha, which is the knowledge of Hashem and Abu years of Hashem. The other ones are negatives, intellect and negative emotions. And we'll talk about specifically in the, in, 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 in the Perik. And also it has the three garments, and the Altarev is going to bring out that the use of the three garments by the Nefesh Abahamis, its three garments of Machshava Dibra Maise, actually uh, degrade it, bring it down even lower than the Nefesh Abahamis is on of itself. The Nefesh Abahamis in of itself is, derives its vitality from the level of Klippas Noiga, which is a Klippa but is not so down, when it uses its machshove, dibur and maise, that brings down, that schleps down the soul, that drags down the soul, to gimel klippis at meis. When it expresses, when the Dev uh, Shabamis brings his expression into machshove, dibur and maise, then 
it actually brings this soul down that the highest of that Machshava Dibur Maise derive now their vitality from Sholos Klipis at Meis. The uh, general term over here, the Altarebbe will explain that we use Sitra Achra, we see the other side. Because we don't say a defined, we say other, something which is not Kedusha, the other, meaning not holy, is already other. As opposed to defining it as Sitra the Tuma, say, or Sitra the something of, of, of Ra, we call it the Sitra Achra, the other side. Because there is no middle way, technically, as the Al-Tarebbe will explain. Sitra Akhra means, if it's not Kedusha, if it's not Holiness, if it's not for Hashem, it's already the other side. So there is no, it doesn't have to be Sitra the Tuma, in other words, it doesn't have to be a negative thought, an obvious negative thought, but it has to be a, something which is not Kedusha, is already called, that's why it's called Sitra Akhra, the Al-Tarebbe will explain. Now, also, what we need to understand over here is, what is this idea that we say that the soul comes, um, the Rebbe mentioned in the beginning in Perik Aleph already, that Nefesh Achas is, comes from the Klippa, it comes from Klippas Neuga. Then there's Shalosh Klippas at Meis. What is the uh, meaning when we say Klippa? Klippa is a shell, that's a cover. Um, when uh, Hashem of course is the creator of everything and everything that owes its existence and is only here because Hashem brought it into existence that's why it's here but nevertheless it is not always that the existence recognizes this truth that the only reason that they're here is because somebody brings them over here. Sometimes the creation, the created being, uh, feels itself that it is here uh, independently. It doesn't see, it doesn't recognize that it receives its uh, vitality, that it owes its, 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 its existence uh, to somebody who's providing it its, its, its life or its existence or making it into a being. A, recogn- a recognition by the uh, created being that would be called the level of bittle. That means that it's bottle, that it is uh, subjugated, it is recognized that it itself is not really an independent or is not really an existent because it totally relies on and depends on somebody to constantly create it and to bring it into the existence. The uh, level of, uh, of how much the created being recognizes uh, that it's been uh, created and that it's, that it's dependent and it feels it that is the level of how distant something is from Kedusha, if something is from holiness. God created also Klippa. Klippa is the shell, it's the cover, it's the cover that covers on the fruit, which means God created beings or created an entity of Klippas which block and hide and they don't recognize, there's no uh, recognition and appreciation that they are created by Hashem. 
it's felt as an independent being. Hashem allowed His energy to flow down through two different ways. The flow which comes down directly in Kedusha, although it's also a mitzumtzimdik, it's a very contracted and a concealed level of energy and vitality that comes down, it comes down through the Seder Hishtal Shalus, but nevertheless there is a, uh, a general uh, recognition and a sense of dependence on Hashem, and hence there is a, a, a bittle, there is a humility and a recognition that there is no uh, independent existence. But then, when the level of the tzimtzum goes down so great and so much, that those, there's an entity that were, are energized by Hashem, because everything is energized by Hashem, but it's such a strong cover, that energy, that, 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 that being that has been created, that it doesn't recognize at all, it's such a cover that it doesn't recognize, so something gives it life, it has really no independence, because everything is dependent on Hashem, but it's considered like the Altar Rebbe says, it's in the Golus, it's there, it gives it the life, but it cannot express itself, it cannot uh, function, it doesn't, uh, it's not seen, it's, 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 it's meant to it's, it's, it's put down, it's not allowed to express itself, it doesn't express itself in a way that the uh, created being recognizes it, so it doesn't feel, it doesn't know. That is what's called klippa, klippa means that they consider themselves for a yesh, and Hashem bring, gives His energy also through uh, this entity of klippa, and therefore that also provides an energy uh, that uh, can sustain, and that is God's uh, life force that comes in a sort of backwards way in Bechinas Achorayim. It comes through the clippers and it reaches the different levels. So, although they deny and they don't recognize and they seem to be totally separated from Hashem, uh, they still get their energy and they get their energy from the clippers. When we say here that the person also gets a soul from Klippus. So that means he gets a soul from a place that his energy that comes down, that creates the soul, that his soul comes from, the soul, the second soul, or in this case it's called the first soul. The Nefesh Abraham is the animal soul, the soul that is instinctively, the person's uh, natural and instinctive souls with the desires, that comes from the Apart from that, goes through the level of clippus. That gets the energy from the clippus. It's hidden, and therefore, the desires that come from that soul that comes that gets its creation from that energy that comes through the clippus. It's 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 all negative. And when we talk about uh, when we talk about uh, the intellect of that soul, and we talk about the emotions of that soul, those are intellect of uh, figuring out and understanding in, in, in foolishness, in, 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 in things that are not, not holy. And again, everything that's not Kiddush is already Sitra Akhra. And the desires, all the different desires that a, 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 a person has naturally. So that what, what it means essentially is that when the person allows for his nefesh abhamis, for his animal soul that's within him, to take over his uh, 
his uh, his brain, so that his brain is being used now. His physical brain becomes a place of expansion for his nefesh hamahamis, so that animal soul contemplates what it wants to do, its negative things, or he has, uh, or he provides his physical heart uh, as a place, as a uh, a place where the uh, expression of the nefesh hamahamis expresses itself to desire all kinds of bad things, so then he is allowing, then he's making himself available uh, to the expansion of the Nefesh HaBahamis, so that Nefesh HaBahamis is at that time, his inside, a part of his inside, his Nefesh HaBahamis is intellectually and emotionally uh, in control and take hold of his physical body and mind and heart, so that they should uh, be subservient and working together with the Nefesh HaBahamis. And then, there is the second step, and that is what the Nefesh HaBahamis in itself, but that is when it starts to contemplate, or it starts to speak, or it starts to do negative things, those are the Levushim. So, at that point, uh, the person, as we mentioned before, will learn aside, is even dragged down to a further level. So now we learn inside. Perikvav. V'hinei zelu mazer osolikim. The Pasuk in Kehelet Zayin, Pasuk Yudalad, says that zelu mazer osolikim, that God made one opposite the other. Which means, in order for it to be b'chid ha'chavshiz, there should be freedom of choice. And Hashem created that He gave the person the freedom of choice. He made two forces, and uh, these two forces pull in different directions. The person needs to make the proper choice. He's been given the ability, the bechira chavshis, to make the right choice and to choose the side, the positive side. But the way the Eved created him, He made him equal on both sides. Zeh, one opposite leuma zeh, opposite the other. So anything we find in the kedusha that we just said. We also find in the clip also likim, so that the nefesh abhamis and its powers are also opposite function in a similar way, but on the other side of on the similar as do the um, powers of kedusha. Just like the godly soul, kulula, it includes is included the esser sfiras kedushas. The nefesh alikis has ten powers, not sfiras lechayron. The spheres come, that is the source where the, 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 the powers of the nefesh and the keys come from. The nasa odem betzalmenu kid musenu, the person, the person's soul, the powers that the soul of the person possesses, the intellect and the emotions, the chokhmah bin adas and the chesed gvur and the midas, etc. So they are a mirror, they are a reflection, they have come as because they are descendant from the ten spheres of Atsilus, and then as they descend through Bri, Tzirasi, and also they have been uh, incorporated inside the human, in the soul that dresses up in the human being, and the godly soul, so they have these ten components, the ten koiches, but he calls them here they, the ten spheres because they come from the ten holy spheres, or they correspond to the ten holy spheres. And then what happens? Umislabeshes, and those ten spheres, the soul, together with the ten spheres, with the ten koiches, they dress up. They dress up in three 
holy garments, which means that when the soul uh, thinks and thinks Torah and speaks Torah and does mitzvahs, uh, basically then the soul with its koiches uh, dress up uh, in these garments so that the person at the time that his physical mind is using his brain and is using his power of thought or his mouth is moving and is using his lips to speak the words of Torah or is using his physical hand to move and do an action at that time that means that the power, the spiritual power that is in his soul is being expressed now through the uh, in the physical uh, parts of the human body and then, and, and in the Ma'ach Shabbat Dibra Maisa and that expresses the entire soul so and we said before, uh, the Rebbe doesn't say right now, but we said before, and that ultimately raises the Neshama even to a higher level through its Levushim. But, So likewise, the, set, the, the soul, which comes from the other side, which is, we'll see later on, other side meaning anything that is not Kedusha is already the other side, because there is no middle ground, there's no pattern over here, there's either... It's Kiddusha, it's for Hashem. If it's not for Hashem, then it's already the other side. So the Nefesh Sitra Akhra means anything that takes place, any thought, any speech, any action, which is not for the purpose of Hashem, is already from the other side, is already an expression of the Sitra Akhra. So, or any intellect, any emotional or intellectual understanding, which is not based on the Shem, which is not godly, which is not perceiving Hashem, or love and fear of Hashem, is already the other side. So that comes Miklipas Noiga. That comes from the Klippa, knowing that it's called also Noiga, from the shell of Noiga. Noiga means it has a little bit of a light before. As the Alter Rebbe said before, in the uh, first Patek in Tanya, he says that the major difference between the Klippas Noiga and the Sholosh Klippas Atmeyas is that the Sholosh Klippas Atmeyas are totally blocked. They are totally uh, hiding and there's no even shine, no ray that goes through there and therefore they're total denial of Hashem's, uh, Hashem's existence and therefore uh, what the energy that comes through them uh, would be something which is uh, totally uh, bad, as we'll learn later on. But the Nefesh uh, Abahamis we learn has uh, comes from Klippas Neiga, which has some good characteristics. Also, we learned before. Also, the Midas Tovis come from there because there is a little bit, even though we're called it a Klippa, it's blocking, but there is a little bit of light over there. So the Nefesh of Sitra Achra, this other soul that the Eberster gives to every person. He has a soul which comes from Klippas Noiga. The energy that comes to the person, to his soul, that creates his soul, the soul of the Nefesh Abahamis, the Nefesh Abahamis, that is from the a part of Klippas Noiga. That comes from Klippas Noiga. And that is Hamlubesh's Bedama Odom. As we said, that dresses up, the Altarev said over there, dresses up in the person's blood to give him life. So the natural life force that the person has. This is not yet mamish, not yet mamish evil at the point, because this is just life that gives him, that gives him life and his natural tendencies. Uh, so that comes from Klippas Neger. So that soul also possesses, is also Kalula 
it also includes, it's, uh, it's made up, or it possesses in it, Me'eser Kisrin, the Misa'abusa. That has ten, he calls it Kisrin, crowns, because these are the lotion of powers in the Kabbalah, it's called Kisrin. These are ten powers of unclean, Misa'abusa, disgusting. So because they're not Kiddushin, the powers, so we call them power, they're, they're disgusting powers, they're powers of unclean powers. So, because the power of that Chochmah is not perceiving Hashem, but it's perceiving uh, another non, non-holy stuff. So that's why that's considered Misavusa, uh, unclean stuff. So those are Kisrin, so it has ten Kisrin Misavusa. Shehein, which we also can be divided in these two categories, like we divided it before, between the seven emotions and the six, uh, and the three parts of the intellect, Shehem, which are Sheva Midas Rois, they have the seven bad uh, uh, traits, uh, so for example, the, the trait of Chesed would, uh, would, would, would be expressed, you know, with great uh, taiva, uh, desires, uh, wanting, just like you have the love to Hashem, this is a love for indulging in, 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 in pleasures. Uh, that would be the chesed. The, the ava, instead of the chesed, which is a draw, ava to Hashem, this would be an ava to Titus. Uh Gvura would be, uh, in Kedusha would be, from the Nefesh of the Kis would be uh, the level of Yira, fear of Hashem, and here it would express itself in uh, the uh, characteristic of anger, uh, fire, uh, gvura, and uh, tiferes would be the idea of bragging of uh, spiders. Um, and the Alter Rebbe mentioned also before which come these seven midos, the seven bad characteristics come from the four elements, bad elements that I mentioned before. Just like we generally divide physical matter into four elements, and we say that it consists of a shruach ma'imah or fire, wind, water, and sand. Likewise, there's also a spiritual counterpart, and a shruach ma'imah. So the spiritual makeup, basically, of the soul is also a combination. It's a makeup. It's a chemistry made up from a shruach ma'imah offer. And the seven midos uh, represent uh, specifically a part of each element that's in it. We have we call it the seven midos, but the seven midos are derivative of the chemistry of the makeup of the four bad elements of it. So you have uh, you have the seven characteristics, and then you have the seichel. And then you have the intellect uh, which gives birth to these emotions. Which is the divided into three. They are which is the source of, of the emotions. Like we learned before, uh, we learned before that the intellect, the uh, just like the other side, the side of Kedusha, we learned that the intellect, the perceiving godliness, eventually brings down to the emotional uh, 
wanting to connect to godliness in the Abba so the Seichel, the intellect of the person who perceives the pleasures of the Gashmizdik stuff and he articulates it and then he focuses on it, that creates his person's Midas. Uh, they become a source for the Midas and they um, and, um, and, 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 and they and they create them. And the Rauta Rebbe continues, Ki The emotional, uh, the traits go, are based, are according to the, uh, the value of the person's intellect, according to uh, how much a person understands, that's how it this will be. Ki because if you have a child, he desires and he loves small things, which have little value. The fee because because his mind is small, his brain, his mind is over and short. to grasp more precious stuff than that. So therefore, his intellect. Um, is, um, is 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 what uh, gives him the the uh, the basis what he should want, and since he has a small intellect and his seichel is small, so therefore his desire is small. The chain likewise is in the characteristic of gevura. We talked about the ave. That's the tivus. That's the desires and the gevura. That would be the, for example, uh, anger. So he'll get angry and he will get totally upset from small things. And also with the bragging. Uh, he'll brag about little stuff. Uh, and the other characteristics. But an adult uh, wants more important things, uh, bigger things, or gets angry of bigger things, brags about bigger things. Uh, as likewise by the other traits. So we see that the intellect uh, is what directs, that controls how much the midas, in what way they should be. Uh, and that's why the seichel is called a source of the midas. Now, there is a, uh, a point over here that uh, there is a change. Here, Al-Tanebbe talks about first about the Midas, and then says that the Seichel, that creates them. Uh, but before, when we talked about the Nefesh Elikis, we talked first about the Seichel, and then the Midas are created by the Seichel. Um, also, we know that, uh, the al say later on, that the main place where the uh, expression of the, of the Nefesh Abamis is in the heart. It's Bedama Odom, but it expresses in the heart. So we learned that the the place where the expansion of the uh, seichel of the nefesh habahamis is in the heart, and uh, the place of the expansion and the uh, place where the nefesh lekis mainly rests is in the moichim. Um, so, as is explained, that the main aspect of the Nefesh Elikis is its intellect. That's 
what starts off and the midas have to come really be created entirely by the intellect it's mainly intellect whereas the Nefesh Abahamis is mainly in motion so even though the Alter Rebbe says here that the even though the Alter Rebbe says here that the even though the Alter Rebbe says that the Midas come from the uh, Seichel and they're based on the Seichel uh, according to the Seichel but it's not so much they have to be recreated they have to be uh, sort of uh, initiated but it's not and that's why the Midas come first by the Nefesh Bahamis, and by the Nefesh Lakis first comes the Moichim uh, so now the Alter Rebbe finishes speaking about the ten those are what we talked about in Perik uh, Gimel the ten koiches of the Nefesh Elikis, and now we talked about the ten koiches of the Nefesh Abamis, the intellect and the emotions. But the Eser Bechines Elu, now the Alter Rebbe is going to say, when the person, the Nefesh Habahamis, goes and uses its uh, ten powers, and then it thinks and speaks and does. So in, when we talked about the Nefesh Elikis, we know what is speaking, doing, and uh, thinking. is Torah, mitzvahs. What are we talking about? What is the uh, speaking, talking, and doing? When a person thinks thoughts which come from one of these, the intellect, or the power, how to reach something that he desires, or speaks words that come from these powers, or he does something which serves those things that he has in his mind, uh, on his heart. So he either thinks about how to achieve it, or he speaks about it, or he does, he tries to achieve it, so then, so then the thought that's in his mind, the diburish and the speech that's in his mouth, and the power of action that's in his hands, and the rest of the limbs, depending with what he does, the bad action, the action inspired by the nefesh abamis, then they're called disgusting garments because these are garments that are being used by the uh, nefesh elikis to express its negative uh, desires so they dress up to these ten uh, defiled impure uh, levels they dress up in them at the time that he does, or he speaks, or he thinks. Now, what does that include? What does that include? Which machshava dibur ma'isa? Which machshava dibur ma'isa are inspired by the person's eser koiches, these ten powers? So he says, the Alter Rebbe says, v'hein hein. They include 
all actions, whatever is done under the sun, if it's not for Torah, or for the purpose of service of Hashem, then it's already from the Sitra Acher. Asher HaKoyl, Hevel, Uroish Ruach. Everything is vanity and uh, bad of spirit, which is a Posik in Kehelis Aleph Posik Yudalad. Which means that everything outside of Hashem is uh, really uh, considered to be Hevel Uroish Ruach, Kumeshekosu Bazoyar Beshalach. Like the Zohar says in B'Shalach, Shehein Tviru Derucha. Those are items that the Ruach, the Ruach Kedusha is broken in them. Uh, because they're all inspired by, um, and all come from the Nefesh Abhamis, and inspired by the Nefesh Abhamis, and they come from the level of Klippah. So the Alter Rebbe was in the middle of explaining that all the maizim, any acts that are not for Kedusha, automatically those acts are uh, considered already uh, acts that uh, come from the other side, come from the uh, Sitra Akhra. Uh, this includes all acts that are done. They don't have to be negative. They don't have to be evil acts. But all the ma'isim ashenas and tachsashemish, everything that was that is done. So that's as far as ma'isa goes. Now the Rebbe continues today in the Shir and he says v'chein kol hadiburim v'chol hamachshovis asher loy l'ashem heima. And likewise, all speech, all kinds of talk. And all kinds of thoughts, just like the kinds of the speech, the action we talked yesterday. The same thing is, uh, any talks or all thoughts, asher loy Hashem that are not directed to Hashem. It's not that they're directed elsewhere, but they're just not for Hashem. and they're not to Hashem, and for Hashem's will, over the service of Hashem. So it's thoughts and speech which is not in the service of Hashem. So they are also already uh, being dressed up and those thoughts, that's considered uh, that's garments that are uh, non-clean garments, they are disgusting garments. And the Altarev explains that it doesn't have to be negative, but just that it's not holy, it's not for Hashem, automatically makes it this is the meaning of the language when we say Sitra the other side. Instead of saying uh, a definitive or a positive bad that Sitra uh, the Tumor, for example, we say it's another side. Pirush Sad Acher, another side, meaning the word Sitra means Sad in Aramaic, Acher means Acher, another side. Which means it's only that it's not the side of Kedusha. If it's not of Kedusha, then it's the other side. So, what makes something, that the Rebbe is going to play, explain now, what makes something on the side of Kedusha? What is the side of Kedusha? And what is the side of Sitra Akhra? So now we have to define it a little bit more because we are saying 
that as long as if it's not in the service of Hashem, it is already Sitra Akhra. Why is something called the Tzad HaKedusha? Kedusha means, uh, holiness means that there is a resting, there is a revelation of godliness in it. It becomes holy, just like we say, Sefer Torah, Tefillin, the holiness is expressed, you see it's holy, it's a, an object of holiness, an object of Kedusha. When you see something as holy, it means that it's revealed, you see this is, the Torah is in there, because the word of Hashem is in there, the Tefillin, uh, they have the parchment in there, there's, it's, 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 it's holiness means that there is a revealed level of godliness, openly we can see Hashem's uh, resting in it, in the parchment and in the ink of a Sefer Torah, there is clearly visible God's presence, because that's the words of God, and the same thing in film, as opposed to just a regular item hanging around, which is not visible. So Tzadah Kedusha means that it's a place where God rests. God rests means that it's also revealed to us that He rests there. When, if God is in an item but it's not revealed and you're not, you can't see it, which means that it cannot express, it's not expressly seen as, as Hashem, then it's not godly because that means that that object does not pronounce, it does not proclaim Hashem. So that means that God doesn't rest in there. So anything which is godly means that God rests in there. God rests meaning that it is a revelation of godliness in it. Now that explains the Tzadah Kedusha, what means the side of holiness? It's only the resting and extending if God's sanctity is extended and rests in an object, that becomes holy. But the Enakadish Baruch Hu Shoyda, and Akadish Baruch Hu doesn't rest, where does Hashem become revealed? Only Only on an object, on an item, which is humbled before Him. Which means that there is a recognition in the item that he is not independent, but he is subjugated and he is of no existence without Hashem. Now, sometimes you can tell right away that one thing is bottled to the other. You can say, for example, if you take the angels, they are, their mere existence is is bitter to Hashem. They have no independence and no self at all. They're totally subjugated. So they are Kedusha, they're the side of Kedusha because Hashem rests in them. Because they represent, there is no uh, independence and they're totally subjugated, they're totally humbled before Hashem. There are no independence over there. It's, they're only there in the service of Hashem. A human being, a Jew on the other hand, it's not so clear because um, sometimes a uh, person feels or behaves in a way when you look at him you see that you don't see 
that he is bottled to Hashem. He looks as himself as an uh, independent entity, which means he will do things and behave in things as if he is not a mere extension of here to do Hashem's will, but has his own and his personal desires. But yet, at times though, that same person is capable of Mesidas Nefesh, which means giving up his life for Hashem, as we'll learn that every Jew has that possibility. So within the uh, person, in the Jewish person, in his makeup, he has the potential to give up his life. So no matter what outwardly at times it looks like we don't see that bittle, but he is capable of that bittle. That is also a place where where God rests in the person, the fact that he potentially is not that he's going to explain. So Hashem rests only on something which is bottled to him, Bain Bepoil Mamish. Whether it's in actuality, which means that outwardly we can tell that it's like the angels of above who are always standing in a level of bittle and ready at all times their whole existence is to fulfill and be in service of Hashem. Or or even if it's the bittle is not expressed openly by them and now in a way, but, but it has the potential inside it is really bottled. Like every Jew over here below has that ability. He has the potential. Although it's not actualized all the time, but he has the potential. He is bottled mamish. Relative to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. To giving over his life, his soul. On Kiddush Hashem to sanctify Hashem's name. But if it comes a situation where uh, the person uh, is threatened uh, with his life, so to uh, give up his religion, uh, to uh, convert to another religion, he will be ready to give up his life. Why would he be giving up his life? That means because at that point he is bottled, and uh, that power that he has to be bottled, nullified, to give up his life is really with him all the time. But when ordinarily it doesn't come, he's not threatened to. Uh, with his life so then you, you don't see it so it's not open but it's still there that means that he has the potential of Mr. Snefesh to give up his life all the time which is the level, which is the ultimate bittle giving yourself totally up for Hashem since the person has the bittle that's why the person, the Jew is also considered to be from the Tzadah Kedusha a person is from the side of the Kedusha and uh, the uh, this coincides uh, with v'lochein omru razal. A Jewish person is on the side of kedusha. V'lochein omru razal, and that's why our sages tell us. This is in Aves Peregimol Mishnah Vav. Shafilu echot sheyeshe veisik b'toyra. Shchina shruya. That if one person sits and learns toyra, the divine rests over him. Uh, so at that time when there is a study of Torah uh, there is not really the uh, full-fledged little like by Mesiris Nefesh but when a Yid learns Torah you can tell uh, there is a little bit of a visible uh, humility and 
subjugation to Hashem also externally, because the person dives in and trying to understand you know, the words of Torah. And that's why we would have the Shekhin over him. And the Chol Be'asoro Shekhin Tashari Loilam. And as far as you have ten people, the Gemara Sanhedrin Lamates Aleph says that there's always the Shekhin over there. Even when they don't learn Torah, there is Shekhin there. Uh, because the Yid themselves, why is it the Yid themselves just being a group of ten has the ability to uh, have the Shekhin over there? Why is the Shekhinah over there, even though they're not learning Torah? Uh, where is the Bittl? But that's the potential Bittl that they have. In order to tap into that potential Bittl, you need a minion for that. An individual's potential Bittl isn't sufficient to get the Shekhinah Shari all the time. But the individual's Bittl um, of learning Torah gets him that Shekhinah uh, Shari too. But nevertheless, that's why they are called on the side of Kedusha. They are the side of Kedusha. Um, 